0: It's time to take a deep breath, whether you're driving or sitting back relaxing. Please welcome Lexi and Michelle.
1: Welcome everyone to the Deep Breath Podcast. We're so honored that you're sharing this time with us today. Lexi and I are looking forward to our conversation today, but let's begin With a deep breath, a much needed deep breath, I'd like to invite you to soften your jaw, soften your shoulders, take a nice deep breath and a life-giving long exhale. We're here to create space for your soul to feel tethered in these uncertain times. And we are acknowledging today that we are in a very painful and uncertain time as a country. And so we would like to offer what we can to the discussion. Right, Lexi? Yeah,
0: that's right. Acknowledging where we're at. Yeah, we're acknowledging where we're at and acknowledging... Michelle and I have been talking about it and acknowledging our in our own humility that we don't know a lot, but we are willing mm-hmm that we are committing to listen and to learn. And today, as we podcast, we wanted to invite others into that space too. What we're gonna do in a few moments is have actually a moment of silence. And not because we wanna silence our voices or anyone else's right now. We wanna bring silence because we wanna listen with attention. And we also wanna listen with lament. We've created this space here for the soul to feel tethered. And one of those practices is stillness and silence. And today we're inviting also the practice of lament. One of the ways that we lament is to have solidarity with the suffering. So social justice starts inside of us. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm waking up to is I feel like it's such a, a huge thing. And, and what I can offer at this moment, what feels true to me, is to look at my heart and to look at how I want to love better, yeah. how I want to learn more, how I want to acknowledge what's happening and acknowledge that I don't have very many answers and that this is new to me. Mm-hmm. But I really want to just humbly offer that to God first yeah. and to my brothers and sisters and to humbly learn.
0: Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. A posture of learning. Yeah. Of receiving and listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so with that, I um, this quote has been on my heart. Through activism, we confront toxicity in our world. And through contemplation, we confront it. In ourselves and the two go hand in hand. There's a lot of streams in the Christian faith. There's the evangelical stream. There's the contemplative stream, which I would put myself in. Mm-hmm. Wasn't always there, but that's where I'm at. There's the social justice stream. And that is one that in my life I've kind of looked at as like, that's for everyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is causing me to look at that stream and to look at even how Jesus Modeled social mm-hmm. justice, so I'm kind of being woken up to that, and and also um, that quote comes. I hope I say her name right. Felina Hertz Hewitt. Hewitt. Thank mm-hmm. you. And here's another quote. She says, "Love this one. Christian mystics have always held that silence is God's first language." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why we are offering today that listening and silence are going to be useful practices when we feel untethered and where things are literally going crazy all around us.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting thing we're going to put forth, a whole minute of silence Mm -hmm. on air together. But we invite you into that posture with us, with Michelle and I, to listen with attention and to lament. Lament is to cry out, to lay it all out to God in a posture that is trusting that he does hear and that he will act. And afterward, healing can begin. After that lament, after laying it all out, the healing can begin. Having solidarity with the suffering, maybe also repentance, maybe mourning, And definitely a yielding to the Spirit's action. So for one minute, we're going to listen with attention and lament. Please join us. Thank you, friends. I'm going to take another inhale, exhale. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Mother Teresa. She said, listen in silence, because if your heart is full of other things, you cannot hear the voice of God. So Mister. Carol I wanted to talk about a few other ways that we might listen in silence.
1: Uh, the, all the practices of silence solitude, and stillness. Our contemplative practices, and I believe they all lend themselves to bringing balance in our life mm -hmm. and enabling us, just like Mother Teresa said, to hear the voice of God, which I feel like is more important than ever right now. Centering prayer is one that, Lexi's a (laughs) <laughs> practices a little more often than I do, but I have tried it. And it's it's simply this, to consent to the presence and action of God within you, moving beyond conversation to communion. I'll just say this one thing about centering prayer, that as a person who loves to talk, mm-hmm. centering prayer is humbling it because is. there's no words. Right but yet it's freeing because there are no words. And so my heart simply gets to be in communion. And there's a real resting in that place of Centering Prayer because I don't have to come up with words or language. And I think that that is a really important thing in this time where our soul is lamenting, where I'm still processing what's going on in my heart. So Centering Prayer would be a lovely practice to simply sit with God in stillness
0: yeah so I use centering prayer in my contemplative mornings Mm -hmm. um most every morning and it is um a practice it is a practice what I find a lot of soul listens there anyone who talks about centering prayer really talks about how there is this Mm -hmm. raining back in the mind and raining back in the mind so there is no arrival which is also very humbling there is no arrival
1: Hmm. yeah you can't say oh did that well today
0: not really. It's not really what it's about. Cause I was yeah. actually like counter what it's right, about right, right. is because, um, the mind really wants to be in control mm-hmm. and this and centering prayer silences the mind and really silences the ego. And it really doesn't like it. It keeps popping back out mm-hmm. with thoughts and ideas and what's Wonderful. Um, remember meeting with Becky mm-hmm. a few years ago now, was that three years ago we met with a spiritual director? Was oh that my long. goodness. Okay. So she is this lovely woman ahead of us in season. Mm-hmm. Um, spent time with us, teaching us. And she pretty much swore by centering prayer that this is like, not a have to, but kind of, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the things that she said, and now I hear more and more, um, and, and maybe I'm he- not just hearing it more and more, I'm actually believing it, <laughs> is you just bring it back. You watch yourself drift away and you just gently bring it back without judgment, mm-hmm. without harshness, without disappointment. You just, oh, there I went again, and you bring yourself back. And mm-hmm. for me, as a person who likes to talk, who's an outward processor, who goes at a high speed, it's one of the most fantastically um, hard and mm-hmm. challenging and rewarding I would say because of the way that it does calm my spirit just like Becky like told me it would.
1: Yeah you make me want to go back to it. Mm. I have some friends who also said they no other practice brought a transformation in their life like Centering Prayer did it transformed from the inside yes. out. And as you're talking, I'm thinking just about my struggle with the all my life with the doing mm-hmm. versus the being. I mean, who doesn't really struggle with that? And I think centering prayer is a great one to counter it's the balance. Only imbalance.
0: being. It's That's only being all it is. It's only being I yes, I was had one Yeah, my, yay, yes, exactly. Transformation like mm-hmm. I have seen This practice in particular, but all of the other contemplative practices that are woven through my life now have been the biggest um, ways that I have transformed. Mm -hmm. There's been other things in my life. You look back, right? You look back and you're not the person you were five, ten, beyond those years ago. Life circumstances change. Hard things change us. Growing up, learning, failing. Those things do teach us. Right. The contemplative practices have been the most transformative of my mind and my heart. Agreed. Mm.
1: Agreed, agreed. So we have another practice that Lexi and I are quite partial to. Yes, <laughs> yes. This
0: is another one.
1: And we know a lot of our friends, in particular, are carrying this really heavily in their bodies. The, the turmoil of the country and, and the situation that we're in. I mean, I feel it in my neck at night. I almost purposely. That's why I started today. Is like, let's soften our shoulders. Our bodies are carrying emotion. They're carrying the processing of what is going on. And yoga is the practice that allows you to move those emotions and thoughts through your body really well. Mm -hmm. For me, yoga is, um, Life giving. The other night, I just put some music on and I just let my body do mm-hmm. what it felt like doing, and I felt amazing afterwards. And and sometimes while doing yoga, I will just start crying mm-hmm. because I think that is the processing of the emotion. Yeah. The body needs to be involved. Yes, it does. And very soon we will do an, an entire yeah. podcast we'll around
0: whole, this. We'll do a whole podcast on yoga, both yes. of, both of us. Um, in the bio you can see we're. Both practices, practitioners of yoga, and mm-hmm. we also teach yoga. So this one's near and dear to us, and yes. something that um, is another one of those have tos. I'm saying in quotes because it sounds kind, of, kind of funny to say have tos with con- contemplative yeah. <laughs> practices. Right. Um, but I know essentially when my when I am starting to feel stuck in my mind, um, I get into this analytical space, and I kind of stay in like a a small tight wheel of thought. If I think about it, I'll realize, oh, it's been a while, a couple days since I've done yoga. Mm -hmm. And I literally move those through my body. And even if it's a smaller session, like 20 minutes, I have moved those things through my body, sometimes out of my body. I'll come out of that session, and even though it wasn't super hard, and it was maybe just a full-on stretch as opposed to a lot of other strength poses, Mm -hmm those thoughts have now moved through mm-hmm. and are not, I'm not caught in the swirl. Mm-hmm. And I feel the vibration in my body of energy that I was probably missing before too. Yes. Even in the short session.
1: Yes. Well said. Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: Yeah. So we'll talk about that more sometime. Yeah, I can't wait. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Today's heavy. Um, you know, but we're in a heavy time yeah. and again, we, we're just offering the space here for you to process what's going on, to feel tethered. I personally am with you in this space of just wanting to listen. Today is about listening.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So enough words. I continue to want to learn and listen. Me too. To people's stories and to love better. Yeah, me too,
0: yeah. So friends, Here's a psalm of lament and hope. 85, verses 8 through 10. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak. For he will speak peace to his people, to his faithful, to those who turn to him in their hearts. Surely his salvation is at hand for those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Steadfast love and faithfulness will meet. Righteousness and peace will kiss each other.
1: Thank you, friends. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Thank you.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on your favorite social media platform. Subscribe to listen in next time. And don't forget to take a deep breath.